You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I'm smelling the dog. I am a mutt. I'm smelling the dog. I'm super smiley. I have a cat too sweet to travel kitty. I'm a big girlfriend. Angel's really pretty. I have a pony. We share a big horse. We have a big yard. Yeah, we have to, of course. I have a pool. In the summer, I stay cool. We have a fountain. Live in the mountain. Live high on the hump. Need to be a spokes dog. Woof and Super Smiles, welcome to a Super Smiley Adventure on Pet Life Radio, the largest pet radio network in the world. I'm Megan Blake, the Pet Lifestyle Coach, here with my super possum sidekick, Giant Mutt Super Smiley. On a Super Smiley Adventure, we explore adventures where animals lead. They can be journeys for animal advocacy, for adventure and fun, and they almost always lead to paths of inner discovery and greater bonding with our pets. And every one of those journeys is why Smiley and I love our guest today, the president and CEO of the American Humane Association, Dr. Robin Gansert. Hi, Dr. Gansert. Hi, Megan. Hi, Super Smiley. How are you today? We're great. We are so glad that you're with us today. And can we call you Robin today on the show? Oh, please do, by all means. Wonderful. Actually, Robin is one of Super Smiley's and my dearest friends. We were all just together at the premiere of the animal advocacy film, Susie's Hope. And we were just together at the amazing AHA roundtable discussion with industry leaders at the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences in LA. And Robin, Super Smiley and I have so much respect for what you do with the American Humane Association. And I know that everyone has seen this, but they may not realize that it is the AHA. We've all seen the phrase on movies and TV shows, no animals were harmed in the making of this film. That's the AHA, right? It sure is. We've been working on movie sets, protecting our beloved animal actors on the silver screen for over 70 years. A wow. Really long time. That's almost as long as the movie industry, isn't it, Robin? <laughs> it is. It actually is. We, we opened up our office uh, officially in 1939. But believe it or not, even in some of the silent movies where there were some animals we had some American Humane Association folks out there even back then. So, yes, we really do trace our heritage back to when the movie industry started as well. Wow. So when you say you're on the forefront of protecting animals, you really mean you started on the forefront, right? (laughs) I do. I do. In fact, Megan, as you and Super Smiley know, American Humane Association was founded back in 1877 and yes. we're the nation's first national humane organization. So, you know, we were back, you know, back when the compassion movement was just a thought. We were there making it a reality when our country was trying to come together with the how do we build compassion back in our communities after the horrible ravages of the Civil War. So we've been back really in times of history that's just so very, very sad that AHA has been there really helping to fight for kids and animals. Robin, that is just amazing. And I'm just, I'm so honored to know you that you are literally, you're the president and CEO right now. And I know there's a huge team that helps you with this to make all this happen, but you're leading the helm and we salute you, Robin. That is so cool. Very cool. I also want to say that Smiley and I had the personal experience of working on a film set with an AHA evaluator present. And I want to talk about that coming up. We also want to talk about the American Humane Association Hero Dog Awards coming up. But first, Robin, Smiley is over over here and he is just about to burst with this huge super possum announcement. Would you like to share Smiley's news with his friends? 
Oh, I would love to. Well, super smiley friends, this is a big major announcement that we're making today, and that is that Super Smiley has agreed to be our 2013 National Spokes Dog for the Hero Dog Awards. We are just couldn't be more excited to have Super Smiley represent heroes from all parts of the country as we celebrate this great campaign all about the extraordinary things that dogs do in our lives every single day. So congratulations, Super Smiley. Thank you, Robin. Yes, congratulations, Super Smiley. I'm giving you a great big kiss from you and me, Robin, over here. (laughs) And thank you, Robin, and the American Humane Association for giving him this honor. And we're going to hear all about the Hero Dog Awards, how you can nominate your dog and participate right after this break. Thank you, Robin. Smiley is smiling. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Seeing, hearing, sensing, supporting, there's a dog for that. Did you know that assistance dogs include guide dogs, service dogs, hearing dogs, medical alert dogs, and even more? Celebrate International Assistance Dog Week, August 4th through August 10th. Organize or take part in an Assistance Dog Week event. For more information, visit assistancedogweek.org. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back on a super smiley adventure with Dr. Robin Gansert, the president and CEO of the American Humane Association. First, Robin, AHA, as you mentioned, was founded in 1877 and has been on the forefront of protecting animals and leading the way and understanding the human-animal bond. And there are, there are so many paths which you could take to accomplish this mission. And one very public one used to honor our bond with dogs is what you were just talking about, the Hero Dog Awards. The Hero Dog Awards are huge. Can you describe them to our listeners? I will. I'll be happy to. Well, the Hero Dog Awards was a an online media contest campaign that we created just a couple of years ago where we encouraged dogs to be nominated in eight different categories. These are working dogs, dogs that we see with people who are blind, guide dogs for the blind. We see dogs that help people who have hearing loss. We see great therapy dogs. In fact, American Humane has therapy dogs on the ground today helping the community of Boston heal. We see service dogs every day, particularly service dogs who are there to help our nation's war heroes come back and and help heal after, you know, suffering from depression and post-traumatic stress. You know, we see great working dogs who do extraordinary things in our lives every 
every day, and we wanted to create a national campaign to honor those dogs. And what it is now is an unbelievable success. Last year, we had millions of votes for the wow. great hero dogs, and this year, we're expecting to have even more votes. These are very special dogs who, once again, do extraordinary things, and they represent heroes on both ends of the leash. This year's 2012 winning hero dog was Hero Dog Gabe. He was our national hero dog. And what was so special about Gabe was that he served our country with such courage and valor. He was a military war dog serving over 200 missions on the hot sands of Iraq. He was a specialized search dog. He sniffed out bombs and, and all sorts of weapons. And I tell you, Gabe saved a lot of lives. In fact, as I often think about hero dog Gabe, you know, Sergeant Chuck at the other end of that leash is also right. a hero that all of America gets to celebrate. And I tell you, Chuck and Gabe made one heck of an American team out there really representing the best of our country and serving us with such courage. And I am so proud to have known them both. Unfortunately, Megan, as you know, and many of your listeners know, hero dog Gabe passed away in February of 2013. So right. I can tell you, I was so glad we had a chance to honor him in Los Angeles and celebrate his great efforts on behalf of our army and, and our soldiers. And I tell you, I'm so glad he was, uh, well, he was alive and here and got to be part of that celebration of all that he did. Gabe was just the best, and we will all miss him. Right, absolutely. And we have a picture of Smiley with Gabe, actually, because we were at the awards last year. So we'll make sure that, that that is posted on our show page so everybody can take a look at Gabe. And he was such a happy, happy boy. We're sorry. We're so sorry that he passed away. And they were so, like you said, we honor them so much, that team. But they are representative of all the military dogs that are over there now. And just, I honor them so much. The, the military dogs, the police dogs, and you mentioned the hearing, search and rescue, all of them. And one thing that I love love is that our show here, Super Smiley Adventure, we've always had the message that dogs and animals are healers and teachers. And now we want everybody to know that they can just look down at the dog at their feet and hug their own personal hero dog. I love that, looking at them all as heroes. What do you think about that, Robin? I think it's wonderful. You know, the whole spirit of the Hero Dog Awards is to recognize these incredible dogs that do extraordinary things in, you know, in service to mankind and in service to our country. But, you know, each of us have a hero dog at home. <laughs> these are dogs that, that give us love every single day, dogs that, you know, actually get us out of bed in the mornings and, and make us really be a family. That's what I love about animals in our lives. There's such a power to that bond, and we we get to celebrate all of us listeners today and you and I, Megan, we celebrate what all animals bring to us. It's unconditional love and gosh, they show our blessings in our lives. They are. 100% up. Smiley's giving this four paws up over there, Robin. And at the last Hero Dog Awards, I was overwhelmed by the amazing support for honoring these dogs. The red carpet was packed, and I mean packed, with stars like Betty White, Kristen Chenoweth, major stars all there to shine the spotlight on animals. Right, Robin? 
Oh, yes. So what we do is when Americans vote, and once again, last year, millions of Americans voted for their favorite hero dog of the year. We bring all eight finalists to Beverly Hills where we roll out the red carpet. We have paparazzi everywhere, <laughs> and celebrities come. But I tell you, the celebrities aren't there to walk the red carpet as much as they're there to see the dogs and celebrate the dogs. So it's so much fun. But yes, it is a star-studded red carpet with Betty White and we had Kristen Chenoweth and Joey Lawrence and Megan Price and so many incredible stars. Lisa Vanderpump. Last year, Jewel also sang her heart out for these she dogs. She was so good, right? She was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. And this year's show, we're in the planning process now. And all I can say now, Megan, is stay tuned. It'll be the best <laughs> show ever as we bring Super Smiley on the red carpet as our national spokesperson for the Hero Dog Awards and we bring the eight finalists and I can tell folks who are listening today there's still a little bit of time to get your dog nominated and then really soon in just a few short weeks we turn the dial on for voting and we <laughs> want all Americans to be out there voting for their favorite Hero Dog of the Year in each of these eight categories and then we'll be able to later on this summer, announce those eight finalists who will be joining us in Beverly Hills for this very special show. October 5th is when we tape it, and then it airs on the Hallmark Channel in November. Oh, that's so exciting. And I love that you've partnered with Hallmark because Hallmark has so much more pet-friendly programming now. They're really moving that direction. I think that is absolutely wonderful. It's going to be televised. So everybody, if you can't come to the awards, you can see it on television. That's so exciting. And last year, it was held at the Beverly Hilton where the Golden Globe Awards are held and many other you know, huge Hollywood events. Where is it going to be held this year, Robin? It will also be at the Beverly Hilton Great. on October 5th, the gala event. And that's when we'll name America's favorite hero dog for 2013. Very exciting. I am so excited. And you mentioned that dogs can still be nominated. So how do people do that? Where do they go to do that? Well, you can visit right now, HeroDogAwards.org, and you can click and fill out the form to nominate your dog. And we encourage nominations because we want as many dogs entered into the contest so that America has lots of choices. We want them to be able to determine who's their favorite law enforcement dog. There's lots of great law enforcement dogs today doing great work in cities like Boston and New York, all across this country. Police and law enforcement dogs are doing so much to save lives every day. Our military war dogs, we know they're on the battlefield right now serving our country with honor in Iraq. And then, of course, we've got dogs in our homes, dogs that are provide such incredible care for us as service dogs, therapy dogs, just like those therapy dog teams that are now visiting the elementary schools in Boston and all across our country. And, of course, hearing dogs, they add so much for the quality of life for people who have lost their hearing. All sorts of incredible examples of dogs who are doing incredible things in our lives. Every little phrase you mentioned just then has an entire story to it. But I wanted to let you keep talking, but I wanted to interrupt and go, yes, yes, yes. Like, for example, like Tatiana's story last year, she was the nominee. She was a hearing service dog, right? Is that how you say hearing, it? Hearing. That's she's, right. A hearing dog. She's a hearing dog. <laughs> Tatiana mm-hmm. was a hearing dog and she took her person to college so her person could actually graduate and get a college degree, right? Yes, yes. The stories are so heartwarming. And, and last year's story of Jinx brought tears to everyone's eyes because Jinx was the law enforcement dog 
that helped to uh, really try to rescue the deputy who was shot right. and killed in the line of duty. And we saw Jinx at the Hero Dog Awards and the widow of the law enforcement hero who was there being honored and recognizing that power of the bond, even in such horrible circumstances as that gentleman faced with Jinx. Didn't Jinx try to pull him off the scene after he'd been shot? Jinx tried to pull him away from the fire. It is amazing. The dog that one year before last had led his person down the 9-11, how many flights of stairs? Over a thousand flights of stairs to safety, and his person was blind. This was a seeing dog. Right? Oh, yes. The first year's winner was Roselle. And Roselle's story is one of those heartwarming, poignant stories coming out of the horrific day of 9 11. You know, today we are sitting here thinking about the horrible tragedy in Boston. You know, at 9-11, there was a hero dog, and that hero dog was Roselle. Michael and Roselle worked together as a team. They went down over 70 or 80 flights of stairs in the dark out of the World Trade Center Tower, made it to safety. And they, once again, when you talk about the power of the bond, they both worked together. Michael will tell you the story. They were going to get out together. An incredible example of courage. And that's what Roselle and Michael had as a team. Absolutely. And I think talking about the bond, I think I also read that Michael had tried to go ahead and send Roselle out because he didn't think he could make it, but she refused to leave him. And she led him out. She would not leave without him, which is... And you mentioned not a dry eye, Robin. I want to let everyone know that when you're at the, the awards ceremony, that video clips play, presentation. They're like, I call them like little mini film shorts presenting the work of each dog. And their every story is just unbelievable. They're just amazing. So inspiring. And it's an amazing event. If any of you can come to the event, we want to invite you to be there present because it is, it's life changing what these dogs do for people. And it's so educational. What we also love about this campaign is it gives us an opportunity to come together and educate so many people who may not be aware that there are such things as fire arson dogs. There are such things as hearing dogs. A lot of people aren't aware of working dogs and their roles in our lives, especially in the improvement of the quality of our lives. And so this is an opportunity to educate, and it does uh, reach just all across this country. There are stories that come out all year long as the campaign gets in full swing. And what I love, too, is I love to see the communities campaign for their favorite dog. They get behind them. It's Facebook campaigns, Twitter campaigns. In fact, so many of our dogs had more votes than some of the presidential primaries had last year. <laughs> and I love that. We would take a primary map of the presidential campaign and say, hmm, and then we would match it up with some of the mapping of what was happening in Hero Dogs. And I tell oh you, gosh. the dogs got a lot more votes in some areas. That's so funny. It kind of shows where the hearts of the people are sometimes, right? With their animals. That's right. And Robin Smiley, we are so honored to be asked, Smiley, so honored to be asked to be the official national spokesdog for the Hero Dog Awards this year. And last year, your spokesdog was Clark G. He was the the talking dog in that YouTube viral video that people remember as the, oh, geez, video with the German Shepherd, right? Clark G. Absolutely. We had Clark G. (laughs) And we also had a very special dog named 
Sparky. Do you remember Sparky, the I fire do, prevention the dog? dog? Little fire prevention dog, yes. And yes, yeah, Sparky was on the red carpet, and Sparky was there helping to educate the kids about fire prevention. So we're so grateful for our friends that surround the arson dog category because they were able to bring us Sparky to the red carpet, and that was a lot of fun. And those of you that don't know about Sparky, he's a Muppet, and he's an incredible educational vehicle to help kids understand what they need to do to be safe in terms of fire because Sparky wants all kids to be safe. Robin, this whole thing is so exciting. I, I can't wait to start working with Smiley to help promote the awards and to hear about all the fun things we're going to be doing and all the amazing stories that we can help bring to the world. And we want to hear more about the AHA, No Animals Were Harmed for Film and Television Projects, too. And Smiley and I also were just at a roundtable discussion with you recently with some pretty heavy hitters in the film industry. But first, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Super Smiley, can you wait? Good boy. Sit, stay, we'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. I'm Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Hi, this is Marcy Davis and my service dog, Whistle, and we're your hosts of Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Working Like Dogs is the show where you can learn everything you ever wanted to know about working animals or working dogs. Whether you're a member of a working dog team or you've just seen a working dog or animal out at the mall or the grocery store and you're curious about how these amazing animals work with their human partners, then Working Like Dogs is the show for you. Join us for the inside scoop at Working Like Dogs on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Hello, this is Ryan O'Neill, and I'm on a super smiley adventure with Megan Blake. Join us. And we're back on a super smiley adventure with the president and CEO of the American Humane Association, Dr. Robin Gansert. Robin, Smiley and I recently had the opportunity to work as actors in the animal advocacy film Susie's Hope. And AHA was there on the set monitoring all the animal care and activity. So we saw it firsthand and we were very impressed. Tell everyone about this program. 
Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Megan, and thanks for, for being so engaged with this. You know, we were on the film of Susie's Hope. In fact, we're on the film and TV shows, over 2,000 productions a year around the globe. American wow. Humane Association travels with very specialized folks who know a lot about these species that we see who are our beloved animal actors. In fact, American Humane Association protects the bugs, the snakes, all I know. <laughs> all the way up to the giraffes with cats and dogs and lots of furry creatures in between. We have built a program over 70 years that is based in solid evidence and science around animal welfare and behavior. And what we've done is we built a guide series of guidelines for how animals can work in film and entertainment. And you can see those guidelines on our No Animals Were Harmed website. It's quite rigorous. And we work with productions to ensure the safety and welfare of all animal actors. What's great about this program is our safety track record. Megan and Smiley, you know, particularly from your work in Susie's Hope, that our certified animal safety representatives are on the set to be the real voice for the animal actors. Animals need that independent voice. I love that, independent. Yes, yes. Absolutely. We're there to say, wait a minute, you can't work like that. It's not safe. And our track record is remarkable. It's very heartening to know that when we're on productions, our safety record is 99.98%. Congratulations on that. That's wonderful. Well, it's not perfect yet. We still have some things that happen. And when things do happen on set, there's no one that's more sad than AHA. But we go back to our scientists and we learn from the best in the animal behavior and welfare community and make sure that all of our guidelines to protect animal actors are based in the latest in terms of animal science. And Robin, even when something tragic or you know wrong does occur, I always think that I hate to imagine how many more more things would have happened if you had not been there. That's always the way I look at it. Thank you. Well, we know that right now when we're on set, it's safer to be an animal on set than it is to be a human. (laughs) (laughs) So we're proud of that. We take great care. We do serve as that independent voice. And I tell you, it is just a program that we embrace every day because we all love film and entertainment. Everyone does. And no matter where, Megan, one's beliefs lie in the spectrum of beliefs about whether animals should be an entertainment. Right. American Humane comes at this and says, regardless of where the beliefs lie, we believe that all animals deserve the humane protections. And that's why we're there doing this hard work every day around the globe, working with productions to make sure those animals are protected. Absolutely, Robin. You made a very good point because some people do argue that animals, live animals shouldn't be used in film at all. But if they're going to be in the film, if they're already hired and set to be in the film, then we need someone like AHA there to monitor them. And that is a wonderful point. And I just want to share a personal story. Ken Gold was the AHA evaluator on our set, on Susie's Hope. And I remember I had Smiley waiting in the grass in the shade. Smiley and I both were actors in the film. We were in the grass in the shade and Ken came over and pointed a device 
device at the ground to measure the ground temperature, which I'd never even seen a device like that. And it was really hot that day. It was the summer in North Carolina and the grass temperature was around 74 degrees, which was fine. But the pavement right next to us, I mean, two feet away, which was still in the shade, was over 100 degrees. So this illustrates Ken's attention to detail. And it also highlights how we as dog guardians need to be hyper aware, like Ken is, of all of our dog's environment, what they're coming into contact with. Right, Robin? Absolutely. And why some scenes may look deceptively simple, the reality is we have to know how hot is the temperature. Is there enough shade? Is there enough water? And our guidelines are all based in a whole host of scenarios just to ensure that those animals are absolutely afforded with the best in terms of humane treatments and protections. Right. We all want super smiley safe. We want Morris the cat safe. We want Lassie safe. And we want even our creepy crawlies that we see in some of these mystery shows. We want them safe as well. We protect them all. And we're really uh, proud of our work. And we know we, we have a lot of more tough work to do ahead as we continue the dialogue with the industry and help to enrich our standards and our scope of work. And that's why we had the roundtable just last week. And yes, Tell us about that, Robin. We want to mention the AHA Roundtable, which was held at the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences just last week. And Robin was so kind to invite Super Smiley and me there. And we were so impressed with your entertainment industry participants. Let's see, there was Bill Abbott, who's the CEO of Crown Media, film director and producer John Turtletobe, and the editor of Variety, just to name a few. Robin, tell us about how AHA reaches out directly to the entertainment industry and about this amazing roundtable event that you've created. Oh, well, thank you. We wanted to open up a series of dialogues about how really the entertainment industry has changed. And it's changed a lot over the past decade. And what American Humane Association wants to do is engage in this ongoing conversation with the industry about how we can even ensure the expanded treatment of animals. We want to make sure that animals are safe, and no matter where they may be working across the country or even around the globe. We want to make sure that the animals are provided with, with the latest in terms of animal welfare science. And as you saw in last week's roundtable, we introduced Dr. Quan Stewart. Dr. Quan Stewart is our new chief veterinary officer for No Animals Were Harmed. So we do have a veterinarian at the top of the house for this noble program, and we're thrilled to be able to provide everyday medical oversight for the protections of animal actors. And you also heard an exciting announcement as well about the formal announcement of a new scientific advisory committee, which has also been uh, been developed very recently to provide American Humane Association with ongoing access to leading global scientists who know the latest in terms of animal behavior and animal science. And this will just ensure that our protections are really rooted in the latest and the latest best practices and the latest science that's out there. So we're really looking at expanding our program in terms of this way, and the dialogue allowed us an opportunity to introduce those new initiatives to the entertainment industry and also talk about the scope of the program and, of course, uh, challenges that we all face in working in entertainment. So it was a good dialogue, and we look forward to hosting several more in the year ahead. 
Yes, it was very impressive dialogue. And I was just so impressed. I keep using that word with everyone. I would like to have Dr. Stewart on my radio show. He was, oh, he talked about as a child wanting to be a veterinarian and seeing animals in films and wanting to help them. And I love it when people can identify almost, well, it is. It's what their life's mission is. And then they just go for it and they do it like what you're doing, Robin. And I also love that your organization is based in science. You do the research. If you identify a problem, you figure out what really needs to be done scientifically, and then you just attack it in a very organized and moving forward manner. I'm so impressed with that. And Dr. Ganser, what is your doctorate in? Tell us about a little bit more about you. Well, you know, I come from a long career in working in the nonprofit space, really trying okay. to drive social change, trying oh, to good. make the world better on a host of issues, issues in the space of education and issues in the space of uh, uh, policy and a whole host of areas. So my background is really in, in working in the nonprofit sector and really trying to drive meaningful change to make the world better. So when I came to American Humane Association just two short years ago, I came because of this incredible mission and the opportunity to lead this country's first national humane organization as a mother of three children, a mother of three cats and dog and three <laughs> dogs and horses. Right. You know, my family is two and four legged and I just saw that, you know, if I could spend my time and energy and devote my family's mission to building more humane and compassionate communities, that boy, our world could be such a better place. And it has to start right here at home and it has to go from community to community and then state to state and eventually it'll be all across this country and we can all celebrate what compassion and love and hope can do for ourselves and for each other and for the greater society. I love that. I love that. Amazing mission, Robin. And I also want to know about your Animal Emergency Services Rescue Fleet. What is that? Tell us about that. Oh, my goodness. Well, Red Star Animal Emergency Services has been working for almost 100 years. Wow. I know, a long time. We were called to service back in World War I when we were asked to go overseas to rescue cavalry horses on the battlefields. An American Humane Association went and served this country and really did some incredible work in trying to save cavalry horses. And ever since that time, we've been at every single major national disaster, and we were deployed at Superstorm Sandy. Hurricane Uh Katrina, you name it, American Humane's Red Star was there providing the much-needed animal rescue. And now we're looking at expanding this program. We would love to bring this program to the state of California in a big way with our regional expansion program. We just opened a a new office and operations in South Florida. We want to be closer to where disaster strikes so we can help the community every day prepare and then be there on the ground to serve the community and bring the resources of Red Star. We have rescued and reunited over 70,000 animals in the past five years across this great country. Ah, That's a huge number, Robin. Well, and there's more that we can do together. It just takes committed resources to help bring this program to do even more because we've got so much more need out there. And we're even working today, Megan, in Fukushima still. You oh, know, right. You told me about this. Tell our listeners. 
few years later, we're still providing the grant-making relief that cares for over 1,100 dogs and cats right at ground zero. And, you know, we're still rescuing dogs and cats that come out of the nuclear zone, and we're helping the local communities there to shelter in long-term sheltering facilities until these animals can go back home because many of their owners don't have a home yet to go back right, to. Right, right temporary housing. So American Humane, still two years later, helping with the hope and the healing of friends in Japan, just like we'll continue to do with disasters that hit all over this country. And indeed, we were honored to also travel overseas where needed to help our friends in Japan. Thank you, Robin, for all this work. This is just amazing. And we've only touched on a fraction of everything that AHA does. And I want to mention that Smiley and I are a, an animal-assisted crisis response team with the HOPE organization. But anything we can do as a team to help you with your disaster relief, we'd love to. And anything I can do to help with rescues, Robin, I would love to. Whatever it is, Smiley and I are there to support you all in helping animals and people who need it. Thank you. We'd love to have you. That's for sure. We need all hands and uh, furry paws on deck. (laughs) Robin, thank you so much for joining us on a super smiley adventure today. And thank you for all that you and AHA do for animals. And again, we want to invite everyone to HeroDogAwards.org. Is that right, Robin? HeroDogAwards.org? HeroDogAwards.org. And also visit AmericanHumane.org to see what we have in terms of late-breaking news. Because just today we posted photos of our therapy dog teams on the ground in Boston. It's great to see the work with the kids there and with the law enforcement officers bringing Boston hope and become part of keeping Boston strong. I love that. I love that, Robin. You you all are just every place. And we also want to invite people to come visit Super Smiley and see his flash mobs for pet adoption and kindness at smileythedog.com. Oh, and Robin, you and I have just mentioned in passing, we have to do a hero dog super smiley flash mob. We're going to be getting that together. And whenever we get that together, I'll be making the announcement here. Invite everybody to come dance with us for the hero dogs. How about that? I love it. And so will the hero (laughs) dogs. I can hear wags everywhere. Oh my (laughs) gosh, what fun. What fun. Well, thank you, AHA, for asking Super Smiley to be the American Humane Association Hero Dogs Award Spokes Dog. And thank you, Dr. Robin Ganser, for joining us today. Oh, Megan, it's my pleasure. And thanks to both you and Super Smiley for all you do to get healthy, adoptable pets into forever homes. Thank you, Robin. And from all of us here at Pet Life Radio on a super smiley adventure, until next time, woof and super smiles. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.